Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, my name is Kevin McDonnell, and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. So 2020 has not been a great year for a lot of people, a lot of businesses. With Brexit and then with COVID-19, a lot of things have changed in the economy. A lot of challenges have come in the economy. And if we sat here 12 months ago, not knowing if Brexit was going to happen, no idea that there'd be a pandemic, there was a better outcome and better prediction for the property market. But a lot of people were still talking about, would there be a potential crash? Were we heading at that point of the property market cycle where there may be a crash coming in the next two to three years? Add into the mix everything that's happened with Brexit and with COVID-19 in the last few months. And there's a lot more fear in the market about Is there a recession looming? We are actually in recession at the moment, but I mean a property crash due to the recession looming. And if so, how can we benefit from it? How can we protect ourselves during it? So this week's episode of the podcast is about my predictions for the property market in the coming months and into 2021. Now, if I sat here this time last year, There's no way we could have predicted what was coming in the next 12 months. So these are my predictions, what I see will be coming. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but this is how I see the property market going and where it's moving to in the coming months ahead. So for those of you who don't know who Kevin McDonnell is, I'm an elite trainer at Progressive Property. I started off investing in property way back in 2003, made a lot of mistakes, and I lost quite a significant amount of money. I then came to Progressive Property in 2013. I got myself educated and I've gone on to build a multi-million pound property business and I now teach other people how to do that for Progressive Property as they're the people that help me build my business so now I give back to help other people on their journey too. So I've been in the property business for over 17 years now so I've seen um, a property cycle. I've, I know what it's like to invest through the last financial crash I've lived through other financial crashes that I wasn't investing through, but have lived through. So I'm not going to say I know everything about property investing. I'm actually smart enough to know that I'll probably never know everything about property investing. But I do know a significant amount about the property market, about property investing. And this is my thoughts on the market following 17 years of investing in property. So number one, the furlough scheme. So when the lockdown started at the end of March, the government put millions of people across the UK on furlough. That money has cost the government a significant amount of money. All of that money is going to have to be paid back at some point. And a lot of people are talking about, will furlough get extended? If we go into a second lockdown, will everybody be put back on furlough again? And it's time we started to have a reality check because... Six months now, a lot of people have been on furlough and what they've done for many people is they've sat at home and they've used the time to um, spend more time with their family, to relook at their lives, to go on holiday. But what they may not have done for everyone, the smart ones have, is they've looked at how they could build other businesses, how they could educate themselves in other aspects of their life. But many people have just used that time to just carry on with life and enjoy the extra bit of free time. 
Now, furlough is coming to an end. It's coming to an end. It's meant to end in October. And people are still saying, but will the government extend it? The reality is they're not going to extend it. And even if they did, it would only be for another two or three months. And you still have to get to the realisation that when that furlough comes to an end, the job you're hoping to go back to might not be there. There is talk of over three million jobs going overnight. A lot of people have already been told by their companies in the last couple of months that they're not going to be going back to work, that at the end of furlough when the government stopped paying them, then they'll also have to stop paying them and they're going to find need to find something else to do. Now, when this happens, that is going to have an impact on the property market. So at the moment, we're actually in a little bit of a bubble on the property market. And a lot of people in your areas, wherever you are in the country, you may be looking at the market and thinking, but wait a second, house prices are selling above asking price at the moment. There seems to be a little bit of a mini boom in the market. So will there really be a property crash? I mean, they talked about a property crash. The economy has basically shrunk to almost nothing. They're talking about the GDV of the economy having dropped over 20%. So why is the property market rising? It doesn't make sense. And there's a number of reasons why the property market is still going up right now. Because what we have is, is the perfect storm in the property market. And this is going to come to an end as we head into 2021. You need to be aware of the signs and you need to be ready for it. And one of the reasons why there's a mini boom in the property market is because of the furlough scheme. But there's also a number of other reasons. See, the other thing about the furlough scheme at the moment is even though you're only getting maybe 80% of your wages, 60% of your wages from August, what's actually happening is that is typically more than you were probably living off with 100% of your wages when you used to be able to go out to work, eat at work, maybe have a cost of coffee every day, um, the train cost to work, the parking on you to, when you go to work, all of those costs that you don't have while you're at home means you've got more money available to spend. That means there's more money in the economy. Maybe you decide you want to move to a nicer house. You want to move to a different area. You want that larger garden or you want that bit of green space that you didn't have when you were busy, busy, busy in your corporate job. A lot of people have looked at their lifestyles during the lockdown and decided that they want to change their lifestyle. And part of changing their lifestyle is moving home. But they've got that little bit of a false feeling that they're financially stable right now. Those things are going to change. So those of you that are on furlough right now, then I need to have a reality check with you. Don't be relying on your company to take you back to work. Don't be relying on the government to continue to pay you. You need to take control of your own financial future. You should be right now living your life as if you have lost your job, that they took the job off you. If they don't, then okay, you get to keep your job. But let's say you've lost your job. What are you going to do if you do not have a job tomorrow morning? Many people I meet over the last few years, they always say to me, I wish I had more time. Right now, you've been given the golden thing, time. Time to start to build your business. Time to educate yourself on maybe property investing or a specific strategy within property investing. Now you've got the golden ticket. You've got the time. 
Let's use it wisely. Let's learn about what you need to be doing so you can take control of your own financial future and move into 2021 with a really bright prospect. So I've spoke quite a bit here about furlough and maybe some of you are listening and thinking, what's furlough got to do with the property market? But if, if the government predictions are right, if the paper predictions are right of over 3 million people losing their jobs, those people have got mortgages. Those people are renting properties. There is going to be a lot of homeowners who are struggling financially and need to downsize, need to cut costs. And that's going to come in the coming months. There's a lot of landlords who may have property where their tenants are no longer paying them. There's different strategies in the property market, remember. And at the start of furlough, at the end of March, and at the start of furlough, towards the beginning of April, what we did immediately in our property business was we pivoted and we started looking at diversifying and spreading the risk across our portfolio. Different tenant types, council tenants, where you get the money directly from the council. There's a lot of organizations out there who will take on a property and give you guaranteed rent for the property. I do a lot of guaranteed rent to other landlords, but I also offer properties on guaranteed rent to organizations who will take that property on and give me over market rent for a period of time. So it's spreading that risk and it's educating yourself and knowing what is the right strategy to do today and what is the right strategy to be doing in 2021. So why are we in this mini bubble right now? Furlough is one of the reasons, but there's other reasons. Second reason is wealthy people moving money out of the banks and into property. There's a lot of wealthy people in this country, a lot of people, wealthy people in the world. And if you've got a lot of money sitting in a bank account in the UK, interest rates have just been dropped to 0.1%. Before COVID, you weren't making much money having savings in a bank account. Following COVID, you're making even less. But worse than that is the risk of another Northern Rock. Some of you might not remember Northern Rock, but that bank went bust in the last crash in 2008-2009. Who's the next bank to go? If you're a wealthy person and you've got over £85,000 sitting in a bank account, you've got to want to move that money because the bank will only protect £85,000 of your money. If you've got 200 grand sitting in a bank and that bank goes under, then you only get to keep 85,000 pounds. The rest is gone. And a lot of people, that happened to them with Northern Rock back in, the, in 2008. A lot of people, that happened to them across Europe back in the last financial crisis. Wealthy people are smart enough to know they got to move their money. And where is the safest place to move the money to? It's into property. So they're willing to pay a little bit extra to protect that money. And that's why there's another reason for this mini boom in the property market. The government are talking about negative interest rates. And a lot of people I meet on the streets and when I'm around, they say, oh, negative interest rates, that'll never happen. Never happen. Only a couple of weeks ago, Starling Bank, one of the online banks in the UK, have introduced negative interest rates. What does that mean? It means if you're a saver, if you've got money in Starling Bank, They are charging you to keep your money in their bank. They're just the first bank. Which one is going to be the next one to follow the same route? How many of them are going to be doing this in a few months' time? Switzerland are in negative interest rates at the moment. There's a number of other countries across the globe who have got negative interest rates. Why shouldn't the UK be the next country to introduce negative interest rates? 
If you've got money sitting in that bank account, I've been saying this for a long time, years, that you've got to get your money into property because even if it was giving you 0.1%, 1.1% in a bank, you could make 2, 3, 4, 10, 15, 20% on your money if you put it into a property. And a property does not necessarily make you a millionaire in the next few months, but it can certainly make your money grow much quicker than a bank will. So point number three of why we've got this mini boom right now is foreign investors. There's a lot of foreign investors who are also trying to buy up UK property. So not just wealthy UK people trying to buy UK property, but foreign investors moving their money into the UK. We've got the crisis happening in China, where China are taking over and changing the laws in Hong Kong making it very difficult for Hong Kong people to risk keeping their money in that country. Boris Johnson has spoke about offering hundreds of thousands of UK visas to Hong Kong nationals. These people are looking to move to the UK, not just move their money, but move their entire lives, buying residential homes and buying investment properties. And even if they choose not to move to the UK with their entire life, they are choosing to move their money and they're snapping up property all across the country right now, which is again adding fuel to that fire of what we're currently seeing as this little bit of a mini boom. This is going to die down as they start to satisfy the amount that they need and as we move into 2021. Within the progressive property community, we've got a lot of people who are sourcing property deals for Hong Kong investors. We've got a lot of people from Hong Kong who are looking to get educated in the UK property market. I run a no-money-down investment training at Progressive where I teach people how to do creative property investing. And there's a guy from Hong Kong who has joined that training. He's looking to educate himself on the UK property market because he's moving his family here and he wants to invest his money in the safe property market. And that's what the UK is. There's a lot of people in the Progressive Property Facebook communities talking about how they're sourcing deals for Hong Kong investors and how they're sourcing deals for other foreign nationals, plus how they're getting outbid in their local areas by foreign investors coming into the local area. So this is not just because of COVID. This is because of international law changes between China and Hong Kong, which just happens to have happened at the very same time as Brexit and COVID happened. So we've got to not just focus on the one thing in the property market, the one thing in the economy. Not everything is to blame on COVID. There's other things that are happening out there. And as a professional property investor, you need to make sure that you're watching all of the things that are going on in the economy so that you can act quickly and move with where the money is going. So we've just come through a really nice summer, good weather I mean, even into September, there was really good weather in the UK. What happens when there's good weather? There's positivity in the market. Now, in a normal year like 2017, 2018, 2019, when there's nice weather in the summertime, you get a little bit of a peak in the property market. After January, February, March, and you start going into the spring, into the summer, people start to think about moving home and there's a little bit of positivity. Now, that's in a normal year. But in 2020, things are not normal. The government at the end of March basically told the whole country that we're all going to die. The world's ending and we need to stay at home. You're not allowed to go to work. You're not allowed to leave your house. The world's ending. Then 
a couple of months later, they announced that we're all saved. The world is okay again. You can go back to work. You need to go back to work. You got to eat out to help out. You got to get out as much as you can. Go on a holiday again. Travel the world. And then a couple of months later, they say, but wait a second, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you got to go stay at home again. Maybe you can't meet more than six people or three people or one person, depending on where you are. Is it a local lockdown? Is it not? So we've gone from the world's ending to really positive to maybe it's ending again to maybe it's not. And when that happens, the normal summer positivity was fueled by this we are not going to die positivity. And that created this extra boom in the market where everybody was looking at property, looking at moving to a nicer place. So it fueled the property market on top of the other three things as well. But now we're heading into winter. What do I mean by that? I mean October's coming, November, December, into January 2021, when there's not so, no sun shining outside, when you're stuck back indoors, when furlough has come to an end, when all of that Hong Kong money and foreign investor money has started to dry up and all of the wealthy UK people have pushed their money into the property market and they're not looking to put any more money in. There's going to be people losing jobs. They're going to be feeling depressed like we always do as we move into a winter where we're not allowed to leave our own homes and it's going to have an impact on the property market. The market is going to take a hit once all of this stuff is sorted out. But before we talk about the full impact of the market, I want to talk a little bit about the fuel that was put on the current fire. So what is the fuel? No stamp duty for the initial entry level if you're buying a first home or buying a home if you're buying investment property, you still have to pay the additional 3% stamp duty. But if you're buying a home for yourself and it's a first home or a first time buyer, there's no stamp duty payable in the UK until the end of March 2021. Now, the government, they introduced the no stamp duty to try and fuel the property market to get the economy moving. Here's the thing. They didn't need to do it. What they actually did was they poured petrol on an already burning fire. They had one trump card to play, one card that they could play that they could have used at any point. When they should have used it was when they needed to use it in January, February, March 2021. But they chose to use their only trump card in June 2020 when the market was already booming. They played their only hand way too soon. And what's going to happen as we go into March 2021? I predict that the government will extend the no stamp duty throughout 2021. However, they have missed the impact opportunity because when they extend it, they're just extending something that people now see as normal. You see, people have short memories. They're not going to remember that the government only introduced this in June 2020. They're just going to see it as no change there rather than a change. So that means the impact has been completely lost. So the reason for the property market mini boom right now, it is a perfect storm of furlough money. Wealthy people moving their money into property to get it safe. Foreign investors trying to move their money into the UK property market. The lowest interest rates in history. The world ending and then not ending and all of the positivity around we're actually going to live and the weather is really nice outside. 
through to the stamp duty being removed for first-time buyers and homeowners at the entry level. All of that has created the perfect storm of a mini-boom in the property market, which is what we're seeing in our towns right now. All of those things are going to disappear into 2021. No more furlough. The wealthy have moved their money already. The foreign investors are going to have bought what they need to have bought. The stamp duty will just become the normal. We are in winter and things are going to change dramatically. Lots of job losses across the UK. Lots of people needing to save money and cut costs. But here's what I will tell you. No matter how much money people need to save, no matter how much cost they need to save, whether they need to downsize or not, here's what they will continue to do. They'll continue to need to live in houses. And the UK does not have enough properties. There is a shortage of housing. And the government are not solving this problem. The people that are going to provide the housing in the coming years are private landlords. They're you and me. And this is where our opportunity comes. Get educated, learn the right types of property to buy, be ready for the opportunity coming in 2021 because this is going to be the biggest, if not bigger, than the 2009 property opportunity. And Rob Moore and Mark Homer, the co-founders of Progressive Property, they built their empire on the back of the 2007-2008 financial crash. They built their property business in 2009-2010. You could be doing just that in 2021 and 2022. You've got to see the signs. The signs are right there in front of you. But you don't just need to see the signs. You then need to take the action. So that's my predictions for the market. We are heading into unprecedented times. That brings opportunity. If you want to keep up to date with current property market, this is the podcast for you. Make sure you subscribe and tune in next week. We're out every single Tuesday from 7am. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Progressive Property YouTube channel. I'm doing lots of new content on the YouTube channel. Some of the other speakers at Progressive Property are also going to be doing content on the Progressive Property YouTube channel. So make sure you go there and subscribe to that or two. If you want to have a chat with me, then join the Progressive Property Facebook community. Just tag me into a post, ask me any questions you may have, and I look forward to seeing you at some point in the future. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I've been Kevin McDonnell. You've been amazing. Kevin.